For generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.com. Hello and welcome to Castology, the podcast where we recommend podcasts and review podcasts because you like listening to podcasts. And like listening to us, mm. hopefully. Because we crossed. are on a podcast. Yeah. Yay. Uh, we are Castologists. I'm Zancy Weber. To my right. Liz Best. To my left. Nick Bleeker. And what are we doing here today with on a Wednesday? It's a it's a bonus episode. It's a bonus. Time. A bony. It's we, not we, a bony. <laughs> <laughs> we can't call them bonies, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it is a Wednesday. We we used to call these mini episodes, but they end up kind of being the same length as a regular episode. But we wanted to do a bonus episode exclusively featuring podcasts either created by people of colour or created for people of colour or educating other people about people of colour. Yes. Yeah, because, yep. of course, there has been a huge movement happening and while we are all participating in that in our own... Uh, in our own individual ways. We want to shine a little bit of light specifically on people of colour in podcasting because, uh, you know, there's not a lot of voices out there. Yeah, And, yeah, it's important to amplify the voices in the best way that we know how and, and we were having a bit of a chat offline and we're like, well, we've got this platform. Why Let's use our platform to amplify voices that aren't white, Yeah, basically. Uh, and I think the search for me personally has been pretty eye-opening in terms of the stuff that I've learned yeah. Um, but also some of the voices that have come out and recommended these shows that I'm recommending today as well. So I think this whole sort of little side project to help amplify those voices has been pretty cool for me personally. So Yeah, yeah. I agree. And like the first thing that I came up against is when when we chatted about it, I was like, oh, like as a as a pasty ass white woman, I really don't want to just be like, hello, this is what you should be listening to. So yeah, the first yeah. thing I did was put out a call on both Facebook and a couple of other groups going, okay, anybody who is, you know, counts themselves in as, as a person of colour, um, please tell me what you think we should be listening to. Yeah, and I think absolutely. that was something that was super important to me is that I didn't want to be prescriptive in, in the podcast that I wanted to recommend is that I want... I wanted other people to educate me and tell me what we should be listening to and to be the best allies that we can be. I'm on much the same page. Um, and as an Australian person myself, I wanted to kind of include Australian voices in that as well. So we kind of have just all magically um, got at yeah. least one Australian podcast yeah. that we're going to recommend. So if you have thoughts about people of colour in podcasts, let us know because we want to know because going into this, we fully recognize that we are three white people who have the privilege to create a podcast um so yeah let us know what you are listening to and if we have oh we we've obviously um missed people out on this one because 
you know, we've only got a mini episode. I found a lot. Mm. I found a lot. And I found it like Zane's gone with four different podcasts. I mm. limited myself to two. But I really did have to limit myself because there were a, a lot of great suggestions that came out that I'm actually going to recommend um, for future yeah. not bonus episodes as well. Mm. I yeah. actually took a, a podcast off of my regular episode to put onto this podcast. Um, onto this episode because I think it fits really well in in the vibe of my other my other recommendations. Yeah. I yeah. ended up adding two, I think, to the list for regular recommendations coming up. So nice. Yeah, nice. it, I really like having a theme. Searching for podcasts, it's easier. Well, I just uh, it opens my eyes. Like with the food theme, like I don't listen to any food podcasts. Yeah. So having that to focus on, I find so many podcasts. Again, I'm ashamed that I've never like searched specifically for people of color, but I found so many podcasts from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the beauty of it is that it kind of like having such a narrow view of what to look for. I think makes it an interesting challenge to and it's I don't know how to describe it really but for me I found it a challenge but like a really exciting challenge because it was something that like you said Zane it's something that you wouldn't really necessarily pursue and now that I am there's been so many different things that I'm listening to that I'm like oh shit this is really good I can't believe (laughs) I haven't listened to this before yeah and it's been out for so long you know what I mean so Yeah. yeah well in the interest of keeping this a mini episode who wants to go first please I'll go okay fine I was going to go first first anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Um, So I've got two podcasts. One of them is an American podcast and one of them is an Australian podcast. So I'm going to go with the American one first. So I wanted to look for something from a creator of colour who – did the type of podcast that I normally listen to, so I've gone for a crime one. (laughs) It's called Scam Goddess. So Scam Goddess is a podcast dedicated to fraud and those who practice it. And each week the host, uh, her name is Lacey Mosley, she, aka the scam goddess, this is her, she is the goddess of all scams. Um, She keeps listeners up to date on like current rackets, digs deep for like historical scams, you know, Oh, she calls it historic hoodwinks alongside comedians. So, like, she basically is riffing with different comedians on different basic scammy assholes cool. yeah. in history and current. There's one that I particularly liked called the Tinder Swindler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Pray tell. Did this they? Feels like the Tinder itself. Swindler. Uh, oh, just basically, it was like the Ponzi scheme of dating. So right. you like take money from one person to fly the next person on private jets and dates. And then scam that person out of money to fly the next private person on private. Like you're basically introducing someone to a world of like private jets, champagne, shitting money basically. But he had been scamming it all from the person before and just kept having a chain of amazing dates and leaving women scattered in his way. The Tinder Swindler. Plus, it's a great name. So, yeah, Scam Goddess, it's an earwolf podcast. Um, I find it really entertaining to listen to, you know, scams, basically, ever since Swindled. Um, But, yeah, so she – and she's got a super, super chill, chatty way about her. And you know how I like my chatty podcast. So, that is Scam Goddess. Um, The other one that I wanted to do, and I thought it was, as we all have, important to shine some light on Indigenous Australians and Aboriginal people as well. So I've gone for Pretty for an Aboriginal. Now, this is one of the ones that was recommended to me um, personally. Um, And it basically features actress Miranda Tapsell from uh, Love Child and the Sapphires and Indigenous playwright Nakia Louie. Um, And so it's a BuzzFeed podcast that, 
it markets itself as talking about everything that Australians are uncomfortable at talking about. <laughs> which is everything Every except sport. Which is yep. everything <laughs> except sport. So yeah. basically they do sex, they do um, the importance of representation, how to be a good ally. I found a lot of this really educational for me awesome. in my journey yeah. to try and become the best ally that I can be. Um, and I think that for anyone who's open to that kind of education, it's really great. Um, and, and it challenges the perceptions of Indigenous Australians as, as well as like the nature of success um it's it's they get a lot of guests on so they had like Roxanne Gay um they had Orange is the New Black's Yale Stone um you know it's yeah it's basically I, I really liked it there's eight episodes in the first season um and yeah it's just snappy sharp and I like that they are pretty much saying all the shit that and I know that a lot of podcasts say we we go to all the places that you're not comfortable with, but they really do. They really do in a way that's sensitive and educational and yeah. funny. Yeah, they're funny. Cool. So yeah, that's my two. So that was pretty for being an Aboriginal. Pretty for an Aboriginal. A pretty for an Aboriginal. And scam goddess. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say is that um, Miranda and Nakia also have um, a new podcast out. It's an Audible original called Debutons, which and I had no idea that apparently the uh, Aboriginal culture kind of took on the idea of debutante balls to make them more empowering and not the shitty country club present your women to yeah. the yeah. And I haven't listened to any of the episodes yet, but. I'm really interested to. Like, I can't <laughs> wait to hear about how they can manage to turn around this hideous tradition of debutante balls to make it an empowering thing. But yeah. apparently yeah, they, awesome. they have. Yeah. So That one's yeah. on my list, so I'm really excited to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, cool. Do you want to go with mine? Great. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start for mine. I feel like I might do the same. Um, so my first one's going to be my American podcast. So I have one Australian, one American. Uh, it's Sibling Rivalry. So it's two drag queens, Monet Exchange and Bob the Drag Queen. Oh my God, I love this. <laughs> everyone, everyone, this is, and this is the thing. I honestly, my partner, she adores Drag Race. It's literally plastered all over the house. Yeah. She's obsessed with it. Yep. Um, and I don't listen, don't watch it, whatever. But this was one that was recommended to me because Monet and Bob, <laughs> call them by the uh, first name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they go into such interesting topics and both of them are people of colour. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the way they discuss things, it's very bantery. And like you, like you said with yours, Liz, it's accessible. Mm. Um, and for me, it was really interesting hearing their stories about Sherry Pie. There was like an incident on this latest season <gasps> yes, of Drag Race. Yes, it was very dramatic Which and was horrid. super dramatic. And for they context, erased, was, she did it. She was catfishing. Yeah, she was catfishing people. And they erase, managed to erase her almost entirely from the latest season yeah. so that every time she'd pop up in runway, you'd be like, oh, you exist. That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And they so they spoke about that. And there's some really interesting sort of insights that they provide from behind the scenes but also obviously within the current events they talk obviously about the BLM protests over in the US um, coronavirus there's a multitude of different things that they talk about and it's really weird because I didn't think my perception like my perception of drag queens I'm like what would you discuss it'd be just drag race right no but it's not and Bob and Monet have such a wonderful chemistry together they are so funny they are so funny and it's very funny that they're called sibling rivalry because yeah every single time that (laughs) that they anyone refers to each other they're like oh i know a lot of people who get the two of them confused and that must piss them off (laughs) something fierce yeah and it's there's a there was a beautiful bit i can't remember at the the top of what episode it was i think it might have been the state of america but um one of them mentions at the top of the episode that they misrepresented australian indigenous culture and they issued an apology but also allowed themselves to learn from the experience by asking people to t- to if if 
they wanted to to send in educational material to better educate themselves about what this is and i thought it was really touching because um it kind of related to my personal experience going through and listening to my particular shows which leads me pretty well into what my australian one is which is frontier war stories um which is an australian um indigenous podcast hosted by a brisbaneite uh, Bo Spiram, I think I got it right, Bo. Um, and basically, the aim of his show is to tell you what has been whitewashed in Australian history. Oh wow! And it's incredibly dry. And I, <laughs> I love dry humor. So I mean, it was, it's so dry to listen to, but it is so rich with information. Right. And I think for me, listening to that, there's some really powerful stories, but there's also a lot of things that that. There was one interesting bit in the first episode where they were saying that um, colonizers would always say, oh, we've got great, like, we've got a great reputation with the local indigenous community. But it's like, mm-hmm. but you're not looking at how you've got integrated into that community because mm. you've stolen that land. Mm. You've done the, these particular atrocities. I can't remember the specifics of it, but all of these specific things to integrate yourself onto a land and steal that particular piece of land and hurt the people that live there. And I thought that was such a an incredible peace and that's something that i believe in fully but for me this is a really deep deep education on indigenous history in australia um it it literally only started a month ago um and bo's just been like cracking out episodes and i highly recommend it if you really want to go in depth into indigenous histories and what's been whitewashed and the justification like or, or sorry i say in quotes the justification colonizers have for these particular relationships and land holding and what they do to these people I was sitting there and I was just like nodding my head being like, fuck yes, fuck yes. Like, yeah. this is the kind of shit that I want to know. So if people... Why do they not teach that kind of stuff in schools? Like, even even in America, they get like Black History Month and stuff like that. And they actually do study zero, that kind of history. zero pressure to in Australia. There, there's nothing. That's it, gross. That's exactly right. That's, that's exactly gross. Right. And, and there should be pressure. Too. I'm sorry. Yeah. But guys... Get, we need to we need to use this time to be putting pressure and and I've heard quotes of people saying let's make sure that we don't ask for too little in these yeah, unsettling absolutely. times so let's yeah. put pressure on that we should be learning indigenous history and indigenous culture in a much more structured way than we are learning it like occasionally we'll do like a dream time story here or whatever but far out I want to know the brutal truth about colonization in australia i don't want this you know let's celebrate just the culture i want i want the truth yeah Yeah. and i I think and this is you know it was really interesting because my own frame of mind was seeing all the reports of the protests and the passing of george floyd sorry the murder of george floyd um over in the states and i didn't think to stop and think about what our First Nations people have gone through. Mm. And then obviously my With our Prime Minister going, there's never been any slavery in Australia. And then the Australia. next day being like, whoops, my bad. Whoopsie, let's just like, defund all the history yeah. degrees. It's fine, no one will yeah. notice. Why don't you listen to both podcasts, Scott? Because you might actually learn a thing or two. But I think for me, like that spurred my activism to support and be an ally to those who have lived here way longer than any of us have. And um, this podcast itself, um, I haven't finished it, um, but... Uh, it's an incredible listen. If you really, really want to get into Indigenous history in Australia, I think this is a good start. If and not I the do. Best. Yes. Yeah. And I also should just say as well, with talking about um, the podcast where, you know, Monet and Bob were asking about uh, yeah. asking for people to correct them. If we, if we ever do that, please feel free to educate us because we Absolutely. are open 
to trying to be the best allies um, that we can be. So if we ever say anything wrong or we get something incorrect, we are more than happy to take that feedback Absolutely. on and learn from it. Because again, we uh, we 100% acknowledge that our education is lacking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, shitty education system. <laughs> Okay, let's go on to mine. I have four, so I will rush through them. Um, like you, uh, Australian just started People's History of Australia. Now, this isn't specifically about people of colour, but it is, uh, it's about three basically different things. It's about um, labour, Indigenous people, and protests in Australia. So that is what uh, People of Colour is about. It's created by two people, uh, Christian and Tim. Christian is a librarian and a union delegate, and Tim is an academic. So, And during COVID, they've basically started publishing this podcast called People's History of Australia. There are only three episodes out now, but each of them are very good. Um, so the three that are out now, let me just get up my research. Three that are out now are the third, the most recent one is about the 1971 Springbok tour of Australia, which basically saw a huge protest about Springboks coming to Australia to protest apartheid in yeah. South Africa. Um, then the unemployed workers movement in the 1930s, just telling you where all your workers' rights come from, Australians. <laughs> and then uh, episode one is the Brunswick Cortex sweatshop strike in 1981. So it's about these specific events that have shaped Australian and Australians' fight for civil and <coughs> civil liberties, basically. Is this, is, so it, when you say Labour, is it Labour Party or Labour just as in work Labour? Work Labour. Cool, cool. Labour Party no longer represents <laughs> work Labour anymore, I don't think. So no. uh, I think we can move on to that. Yeah, but also focuses on LGBTQ+, etc. Um, my second one is Black Magic Woman. Now, this is one that also started only a couple months ago. It's hosted by Mundandara Bales. Now, she was brought up in Sydney, um, but she works for a company called Black Card. Now, they, cr they basically work with companies issuing black cards the same way that the Australian government issues blue cards. Right. So if you go through um, the education with Mundandara and her company, basically educates you on how to correctly um, deal with Indigenous people and, and Indigenous issues and Indigenous affairs. Um, so for corporations or whatever who want to get into Indigenous communities and do um, anything in there, this is, this is a process that she's kind of um, come up with and is putting forward. In her podcast, though... She is just a conversational in interview podcast uh, where she talks with people, uh, Indigenous people in Australia about their background, where they've come from, where they're going and the state of things as they are. I particularly recommend the Uncle Jack Charles um, episode from June 1. Yep. But also the, <coughs> the, the Wayne Denning from May 18. Um, a lot of them, you'll, you'll get something out of this because again, these are voices that aren't heard. Um, in, in Australia, let alone around the world. Um, so this is a great podcast. I'd subscribe to this kind of as soon as it came out, Spotify said, hey, you might like this. And I'm like, hey, Spotify, Thank thanks you. for having my back. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this. I've had the privilege of listening to Jack Charles speak live at an event in Melbourne earlier this year, and he is an absolutely phenomenal storyteller. He, yeah. I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen someone, like he's just this, little old man that sort of walks walks around you don't think much of him and then he gets on stage and he absolutely controls the room with his histories and it's I just remember I just remember I was supposed I was actually doing video and photo coverage for the event and I I actually got, didn't get a lot of him because I was honestly just 
gobsmacked by mm. what he was the stuff that he was telling us and I was just Whoops. like holy <laughs> shit and I had to tell the, the forgot to do the, my job yeah, I, had to, I had to tell the manager I was like oh look I didn't get much he's like honestly it doesn't matter because Jack's a good one and I was like yeah he's really good but yeah that's exciting I'm really excited to listen to that episode yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the main message that kind of comes or at least what I got out of it is the diversity amongst First Nations people in Australia they are not one people they are, they are there's hundreds of nations and they each have their own cultural identity and I think that's something that white Australians still don't fully understand they just treat them like native Australians and mm. yeah so listen this podcast is fantastic I cannot recommend it enough it, and she um, is also from Brisbane so oh sweet yeah now onto my American ones be these these are pretty big ones uh, first is from NPR it's called code switch now code switching is when you change how you present yourself how you talk uh, depending on the people that you are with so it talks about the the people of color experience of like being one way with their family being one way in public and being one way with their friends or etc etc et um, and it is just talking about uh, conversations about race um, and their and politics and and what have you um, it is again interviews and people telling their stories yeah cool and finally the stoop so this one is hosted by American journalists Layla Day and Hannah Baba. Um, this is people telling their stories. Sometimes it's like guests talking to like family members with just the host listening in uh, and kind of in on that conversation about like how they've been raised, the issues that they faced, uh, that sort of thing. And it is uh, a talk with uh, what it means to be black and uh, they talk about blackness and what it means now uh, going forward. So it's really, and it's really, uh, it's a real positive podcast. They don't focus a lot on the, on like negative issues. They really want to find the, the, the meaning in, in the good things that they've experienced through the community. Uh, I particularly liked the episodes Je Suis Noir, The Black Introverts, and In Deep Water Excellent. from The Stoop. Now, there is a special mention um, because in the process of researching this episode, I reached out to a few podcasts that there were not a lot on and one of them is looking to join the TNC network. Mm-hmm. Um, it is called Warm Red Earth. It is not made by a person of colour, but it is about the untold history of Australia and kind of the weird things that we just don't learn about. Um, so, yeah, go go listen to that as well. Um, but, yeah, I, I won't go in too much into that because I'm not here to self-promote. Um, Why not, Zane? <laughs> because I have a whole network of podcasts for that. <laughs> he says humbly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those are my four. The, the Stoop. Uh, by Layla Day and Hannah Baba, Code Switch from NPR, Black Magic Woman from Mundandara Bales, and Hist- People's History of Australia by Christian and Tim. Great. There's a lot of stuff I'm actually really looking forward <laughs> to know. going and listening to. I know choice. we don't have to because we're not actually doing not a review podcast. Them, yeah. <laughs> this is just it. But, guys, I'm going to go listen to all Absolutely. Of them. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely, like the, I've I, I actually already subscribed to Sibling Rivalry, um, so I second that recommendation. It's very fun to listen to. Amazing, yeah, can't wait. All right, well, that's been us for a mini episode. Thank you for listening. Please, in this episode more than others, reach out. Tell us what you're listening to, um, so that we can also listen to it. Um, I've been Zancy Weber. 
Liz Best and Nick Bleeker. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, or at our home on the web. That's not canon.com forward slash castology and castology podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye. What happens when you put three of Brisbane's most talented musicians together to create a playlist? You get the new podcast, Shuffology. Join your three favourite shuffologists on a journey through time, space, shuffology and playlist creation. Every Sunday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and everywhere where a podcast is available. Playlists are available on Spotify after the show. That's Not Canon Productions podcast. For generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.com. Your cousin's talking about the new lottery app. Huh. You can pick your numbers by just shaking your phone now, apparently. And maybe then you think, well, if someone's going to win it, why not me? Shake, pick and play with the new app. The National Lottery. It could be you. Play responsibly, play for fun.